Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, their songwriting techniques, and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 155. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Bella Taylor-Smith. The pop singer took out the crown on The Voice for 2021, and last week she released her brand new EP entitled Look Me In The Eyes. In today's episode, we're speaking with Bella about her experience on the show, songwriting with her partner, and touring with Guy Sebastian. Here we go. Our guest today is an incredible singer-songwriter from Sydney, Australia. After picking Team Guy and taking home the crown on The Voice Australia for 2021, she's back now with her first collection of music since the show, with the EP Look Me In The Eyes. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Bella Taylor-Smith. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Thank you for having me. My absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for your time this morning, Bella. Uh, Where are you joining us from? I'm in Sydney, in Carlingford, in my... Mine and my partner's studio. Beautiful. It. I always like a, um, I'm assuming, and please correct me if I'm wrong, I'm assuming it's a home studio. Yes, it is. I always like the, um, I don't think you can ever go wrong with some fairy lights that I can see in the background in a home studio. It always just gives that kind right. of, that vibe. Good vibes, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is an exciting week uh, for you, Bella. Uh, the... EP, your debut EP under EMI uh, is out now. Look me in the eyes. Uh, congratulations. Yes. This is a very exciting Thank time. You. Thank you. It is very exciting. I'm, I'm so thrilled that everyone's getting to hear hear it. Of course. This is, um, as I mentioned, this is the first EP under EMI and it's, it's, a, it's a big kind of step, I guess, for in your, in your artist's career. Um, how are you feeling about finally having these songs? Because I know you've, you've probably been working on these songs for a while. How are you feeling about finally having them out to the masses and people being able to hear them? Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I think whenever I release anything or write anything, it's always quite personal to me. So I guess, you know, it adds that sort of level of exposure. But I'm just really hoping that people will have the opportunity to personally connect to the lyrics and just enjoy the music and enjoy kind of the process that, it makes a listener think, if that makes sense. Yes, no, <laughs> that does. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that you wrote um, quite a bit of this EP, if not most of it, with the the partner that you just mentioned, Josh, yeah. um, before. I'm curious, what is that process like, um, co-writing and, and kind of, I guess, working on these songs with someone who is so close to you? Yeah, it's 
Yeah. I mean, it's again, exposing. I think you write about the things that are most important or most prevalent to you at that moment and at that time. So they were definitely probably more in post-production than anything moments where we would listen to the writing and be like, Oh, you know, we were (laughs) having a bit of a tricky, tricky patch there, but I mean, um, yeah, the last EP that I released, the independent one, which is called Tell Me How You Really Feel, we wrote that together as well. So I think it was just um, actually quite an exciting kind of continuation from that project and it does cause conflict though, you know, but I don't think that's ever negative. It just takes a bit of extra time sometimes. Sometimes. Exactly. Sometimes some of the best art yeah. can come from conflict, so I, um, yeah. I can definitely get that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um I know that Josh helped produce the EP as well with um, with the lovely Scott Horscroft, who people might know from his work with uh, Sarah Blasco or DMAs. What was that experience like for yourself? Um, I guess both working with Scott and then also having Josh kind of put his um, his own uh, touch on things. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a really amazing experience collaborating because I think we've always sort of worked independently together. Um, so having someone else in the mix was a real learning experience for us and meant that having like, you know, an extra voice and an extra opinion and um, extra experience, you know, broadens and provides such an exciting kind of thing. So it was it was honestly a really good learning experience and so much fun. The Grove is so beautiful. It is a very, very lovely studio, that studio. Yeah. It's gorgeous. They have boats. <laughs> I love animals. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the EP itself, um, as I know we just kind of touched on it, like how listening back some of the lyrical content, um, mostly good, maybe a little bit of conflict, but but all good with you and Josh, the lyrics themselves uh, the, the EP seems to be covering kind of subjects of both love and then sometimes subjects of, I guess, um, maybe like a lack of trust or confusion in, in relationships, not necessarily romantic, but just in whatever kind of relationships uh, you can apply it to. When you are lyric writing, when you are sitting down to write a song, how do you approach the topic that you're, that you're going to write about and how do you feel, I guess, about writing about such personal things without, you know, airing out all dirty laundry. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think um, I really have strong feelings about like bitterness and like I'm a quite a positive sort of person. And so I think one thing that I always come back to in my lyric writing is just, is this going to be something that's uplifting for a listener? Or if it does take them into like a deep kind of reflective or maybe sad place, does it bring them out of it again? Um, And so whenever I'm writing, I guess I really focus on taking the positive from a really negative situation and how I can kind of process and learn from it and grow from it and develop um, the skill to, yeah, just like walk through something without having it like ruin my life or like overtake me with bitterness and yeah and that 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 is something that my listener can experience too that they can sort of have those processes and have those thoughts without um without falling into bitterness as well yeah of course I know um previously you've spoken about wanting to create like a safe space 
for your listeners when when they are listening to songs that can kind of help, whether it be as part of therapy, whether it be just as like a, yeah, like as a safe space to be able to kind of process things. Has that always been, because not all artists do that, so you, you should, firstly you should be commended for that. Um, yeah. But secondly, <laughs> is that something that you kind of found along the way? I guess what was the inspiration between, uh, what was the inspiration for being aware of that and wanting to create that for your listeners? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I kind of start, like my musical sort of journey started in church. And so for me, like my faith is something that's really important to me. And it's always been instilled in me how important like the words are, you know, the words that we sing, the words that we say. Um, And so I think I've always sort of had that instilled in me. And just, I think the way that we communicate with others and the way that we leave them feeling when we leave them is something that's invaluable. So yeah, I think it's always been a part of like my personality or my belief system. No, that's very fair. Again, I think it is something that is definitely a positive um, and that maybe more artists could do. They don't need to, but they possibly could do when they're kind of writing and um, approaching that, that process. Um, Bella, I would love to kind of talk about, I know you you just touched on it a little bit. I'd love to talk about your first introduction to music and how you kind of got into singing and, um, and, and how that journey started. Yeah. So I guess, um, I love to sing, you know, and I've always kind of been able to, it's been something that I've like enjoyed since I was little, but never really found any kind of like purpose or drive towards it until I started going to church. So I started going to church when I was 15. Um, just like, you know, my upbringing at home was pretty wonky. And so having that community and having like an uplifting community was something that I was really drawn to. And obviously music has been a part of, you know, people's faith and the church, whether it's one denomination or one religion or another forever. And so it became a huge part of my life, you know, from when I was 15 and I like started singing in church and, you know, listening to lots of, um, lots of kind of like R&B soul music as well in that kind of journey. Um, and that, you know, definitely led me to love, um, really love R&B soul music and, um, yeah, just like the power of how it can impact someone, I guess. I know some of the influences that you've spoken about um, previously to, I guess, in the press or whatever, I know that uh, there's Yeba, I think her, Adele. So there are some very strong soulful yeah. voices there. Um, I think yeah. one of my favourites um, that we might share is the Australian band, the Audrey's as well. Love. Yeah. I, before I kind of started going to church and like the music that I grew up listening to was like alt folk music. And so, um, I feel like I have this really weird, like not weird or bad, but just like people often ask what my influences are. And it's this like weird meld of like these kind of like soulful <laughs> female singers, with like, like alt folk melodies, you know? So I think it does definitely come into play with my writing. A hundred percent. I think um, you've almost beat me to the punch there. <laughs> I was going to say these these songs kind of. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I think yeah, some of these songs have this beautiful combination of like soul music, but yeah, some of the arrangements do suit something that you might hear on like yeah, and uh, the Audreys or Angus and Julia Stone kind of record. Yeah. With 
with that in mind, would you ever, and this is, I know we're only talking about the EP now, we've got many albums ahead of us, I'm sure. At some point, would we maybe look at also doing like a bit of an alt folk um, project as well? Yeah, I mean, I think my first EP, which is Tell Me How You Really Feel, was kind of a bit more lent that way. It's like really heavy on acoustic instruments and the melodies are quite a bit lighter and um, the vocal arranging also kind of is a bit lighter in that first project. So I think that that was kind of a bit of my own to you know, folk alt music as much as I would lean that way. <laughs> but I think it's always influenced my writing. So maybe, yeah. No, that's very, very fair. Um, Bella, I know that um, and uh, quite a few people would be aware of the previous 12 months for you, but for anyone who wasn't, um, who they might be living under a rock, they might uh, be listening to this podcast somewhere, not in Australia, um, but you were the uh, crowned the winner of The Voice 2021 um, in Australia. Firstly, congratulations. I'm sorry that it's a little bit of a delayed congratulations, but congrats. All right. Um, I was wondering whether you'd be able to tell us, I guess, a little bit about your journey on the show and what it's like to be like an independent musician. As you said, you released an EP before, before the show, what it's like going on there as an independent musician and that whole kind of experience. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, I mean, I feel really lucky that I went in, not with like no expectation, but with an expectation that as much as kind of was like it was give and take both ways. You know, I had the opportunity to maximize my experience and take all the positive from it. Um, and I feel like, you know, I'm young, I'm 24, but I've had a bit of life experience. And so that really helped me going through the process, um, and really knowing who, who I am, I guess, and being able to hold my own, Mm -hmm. um, and know what I would and wouldn't compromise. And so, 
it was amazing. Like all of the behind the scenes team are so incredible. All of the producers and the wardrobe team and all of the other artists were amazing. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was an overall positive experience. I think one thing that I've been struggling to bridge or not struggling, but venturing to bridge is, um, you know, the difference between the music that I've just released and kind of my profile on the show. And obviously, like, I love a big ballad, love a big sing, you know, can <laughs> totally do it. And, and um, I had the opportunity to show that in the show. But now I'm just sort of trying to take a step back and show, you know, my listeners that my um, music is actually a lot more broad than that and, and means a lot to me um, outside of the show. Yeah, of course. I can imagine it is. Um, well, it, it's a very good point. Like a number of um, singing television shows, you do kind of have to fit not like a certain mould and that's not necessarily the, the artist themselves, but each song that you're singing might be, and this is I'm kind of classifying all the shows together, so I'm not pick specifically the voice, yeah. but like, yeah, you're kind of picking these songs based on what you have to pick them on, whereas outside of that, the artist profile most of the time is vastly different. Yeah, definitely. And it fills a demographic in like a really effective way, you know, and I think it's just as much a TV show as much as it's, you know, like a talent development or talent finding show. So I think going into it with that perspective is something that you really need to do. Um, yeah. I think that's very, uh, very smart. I, I, I think they've just begun or they might've already begun, um, the new season for 2022 and I was curious whether for anyone who would be kind of yeah yeah for anyone who's going on do you have any kind of advice to those to those um, artists who are now starting their own journey yeah I think just like um going into things with like an open open heart I know it sounds a bit cringy but (laughs) to be honest like the people (laughs) that you encounter everyone has you know their desires and their motives and the things that they want or need from you um in in the context of doing any kind of show or project where it's not like solely your project and so I think um just generally like not being bitter or frustrated when things don't go the way that you kind of envisioned them and knowing that like in the most loving way, it's what you signed up for, you know? And so I think um, like just take, take all the good that you can from the experience because in the most loving way also, that's what the show is going to do to you. They're going to take as much as they can um, from you in order to succeed in, in their endeavors as well. So just do the same. It's, I, I actually kind of love that advice. I love that it's, it's still very positive, but also realistic as well. Yeah. yeah. And if you're young, I think as well, especially cause I, I really felt for some of the guys, like my season, I was like the third oldest person when we got to the semis, which is bonkers. Cause I'm 24. Like I'm so young, you know? <laughs> and, and so I think increasingly, again, we're seeing heaps of young people come through. So just like have your friends and have your family and just be, be, um, be uplifting to others, you know, because we're all just looking for some support and, and you can actually be just as impactful as as anyone else in the experience too. That's very true. I kind of like that that advice and I imagine that there's, yeah, quite as, as you mentioned, quite a few young people who maybe haven't gone through as much life experience or even just kind of seen, I guess, the previous um 
uh, I might have been in high school, not to give away my own age, but I might have been in high school when your mentor first um, rose to prominence uh, in Australian yeah. Idol. Um, and so there's many series of shows showing all these kind of different journeys. And I imagine that, yeah, for them, it's a, maybe not having seen those, it is kind of a, a whole brand new experience for them. Totally, 100%. Yeah. Um, speaking of your mentor, uh, the lovely guy, Sebastian, he um, is going out. <laughs> he's going out on the road um, this April and June, and you happen to be joining him on tour, which is very exciting. How are you feeling about uh, taking these songs out and touring with Guy? Yeah, I mean, I'm thrilled. I think it. I couldn't be more um, overwhelmed by like the honor of of someone offering for me to, you know, come on tour with them. I think you know, our careers are all so personal to us. So having him entrust me with that is amazing and it's the best platform. And I just can't wait to sing in front of people, you know, and meet these people who have been so supportive, you know, of me and my career and just enjoy being in the room with people who want to be there for music and, and sing. I miss singing, you know, it's like the thing that I'm good at. And so I'm excited to get to it. (laughs) Yeah, that's very, very fair. Um, I'm I'm curious because you were an artist before um, The Voice, as we discussed, and I guess going from playing gigs beforehand and then having this experience and now going into much bigger rooms with many more people, not even just for Guy, but many more people wanting to see you. There's also, um, sorry, I forgot to mention, there is your own personal tour in July as well. Um, I imagine, yeah, how are you feeling about like that, that kind of next step in terms of, I guess, yeah, these bigger rooms, these bigger crowds with all these people who, yeah, they want to want to see Bella play and sing. Yeah, I mean, I'm nervous, <laughs> to be honest. I think, like, <laughs> for me, I actually didn't really do any shows beforehand. You know, I did, like, gigs occasionally, but more like weddings and that kind of thing, and then sung a lot for my church, so, like, at conferences, and it's just a totally different I don't know if motive is the right word, but it's just a really different approach. And so it's not something that I've experienced much on a small or large scale. So I'm nervous, but I'm excited and hoping that, you know, people just want to hear me sing and hopefully that'll be enough. I'm like working on tracks at the moment with Josh for guys tour and then for my tour afterwards. And we're like really trying to figure out the balance of, um, how much I can get away with, if that makes sense. Like just having a big sing and like how, how we need to kind of craft it. But, yeah, I'm nervous. Hopefully it'll go well. I'm sure that you have got this and I know that um, in terms of uh, having a big sing, I think that's people like all the, the feedback, all the kind of press, all the fan adulation that I read in preparation for today was that they love the absolute powerhouse voice that you have. So I think the more big thing that you have, the better. (laughs) Yeah. This is what I'm, yeah, I think so too. (laughs) So hopefully my voice will last (laughs) nine weeks or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's very fair. Um, Bella, usually we would ask our guests uh, what they're currently listening to. If there's um, anything at the moment that's kind of, uh, caught your eye, um, maybe on your record player or on your streaming service, respectively. Yeah, um, I 
definitely like have a few albums that I continually come back to. So um, Yeba's album that she released recently, hers album that she, her most recent release. I love listening to Justin Bieber. Like I think his new <laughs> album snaps so hard. Um, listening to Harry Styles at the moment a lot with his new single that's just come out. I really like it. Just trying to kind of get my head in the pop game a little bit as well because it's not not necessarily um, – I definitely stick to what I enjoy listening to. I feel like music can sometimes be like uh, activate a work part of my brain. So I listen to things that I'm most familiar with to wind down. Um, but Josh, my partner is really into listening to what's happening and yeah, I mean, he's a producer, so that's kind of his thing, but yeah, listening to Harry Styles at the moment with his new single out mostly. It is a fantastic single. And um, yes, yes I, can, I can definitely, <laughs> It is a great song. Um, Bella, thank you very much for your time today. Congratulations again on the EP, which is out now. And uh, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Bella Taylor-Smith for her time. Look Me In The Eyes is out now. And we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to stream the EP or catch her on tour. We also want to give a huge shout out to Miriam at EMI Music Australia for helping out with today's interview. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning, and we now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify, and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.